And, you know, I'm always terrible at introductions. It's something I've always been bad at. <laughs> I just press record like I did then and just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so episode 8 of Dropping Game from the iHunt Expo in Sydney. Yeah. And my guest today is... Khadija. K- well, Khadija. Cats for short. Cats, yeah. right. Makes it simple. <laughs> is my guest today. We've managed to team up here at the iHunt Expo, which is... I'm quite actually impressed with how it is, actually, in the big dome. It looks really good. Very spacious. Yeah, yeah it's all... It's great, actually. I like it. Yeah. Can't, can't, I'm, I think I'm going to be broke by the end of the day. I've, I've got a <laughs> bit of a shock. I'm contemplating on bringing out my card or keeping it in the bag. I don't know, but <laughs> so many goodies out there. Yeah, I've, really, I've yeah. got myself a bit of a shopping list. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, obvious question I ask everyone, how did you get into hunting? Well, I grew up in a family of um, hunters and fishers. Uh, we grew up also, we had a vegetable farm. So we had like goats and things like that and we loved um, everything fresh. So, um, yeah, it, it's just in the family. It's, I grew up in that and I took it, like I took hunting upon myself at a later later stage. I didn't take it before because I had children. I obviously got married and had children and went through a lot, then got divorced and then I took it upon myself to make it part of my life because I've always loved it. So yeah, ever since then I've kept it in my life and I keep going hunting and doing what I love. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> it's good it's good to see more and more women getting in the hunting. I think yeah. in, with social media nowadays and everything it's becoming women are sort of getting into it more and yeah. more. Um, yeah, good questions. <laughs> you can see I'm very professional at this. <laughs> no, you're doing fine. Yeah. Um, I did have one. Give me a second. I will, yeah. I will think of one. Um, actually, I listened to you on the Australian Hunting Podcast. Yeah. And did I hear correctly that you went bat hunting? Bat hunting? Yeah. Uh, in Lebanon? Yeah. Yeah, um, it wasn't actually... Like, um, how do I say it? On purpose going bat hunting, but every time I got annoyed from their screeches and noises and things like that, it was just too much. Because they're the, um, they're not the vegetable type of eating bats. They're, they're blood suckers. Like they love meat and blood. And so we had at that stage when I was there on holiday, there were so many around. Like it was really, really uncomfortable. Even sitting outside, they'll just come at you. So yeah, we. My um, grandfather had a few rifles, and my uncle as well. We used to bring them out and just shoot at the bats and the rats and whatever that's feral out there. Yeah. So it was basically a form of animal control. Yep, on the property. Yeah. Yeah. It, how did you do it exactly? Like what's the like you shoot them out of a tree or oh, no. spotlight? No, how, no. How'd you do it? From land. On land. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as they start flying, we just aim for it and shoot. Right. Yeah. It was more easier when they flew instead of them being on the tree. Like, oh, because yeah. I suppose with the wingspan, it gives them a bigger yeah, target. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're really tiny, though, the bats in the Middle East. Right. They're really tiny. They're not as, uh, how can I say, smaller than a dove. Oh, wow. Like really tiny, really, really tiny. And they come at you with fast speed. You, you can't even tell that they're coming. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what, okay, mm-hmm. 
basic questions I get to. Yep. What What's your hardest hunt that you've done? Hardest? Um, hardest and most favourite? Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. combine the two. Yeah. Hardest and most favourite was um, Samba. Like, it was amazing, you know. Deer in general, you know, you got to work hard to get a deer. Yeah. And that was my first ever deer and, like, I found it, you know, not just hard. It wasn't hard. It was just more educational. You know, I was learning more and um, I got to see how to track them and what to do when I see one, you know. It, sometimes you can't be in a rush as well. you got to give it time. Um, but the end results are always fantastic and that's if you have an end result. Yeah. And if you don't, it's, it's just another, how can I say it? The outdoor is like a classroom. You learn so much, even if you don't come back with anything. Um, you look at signs and you just, you know, you study the land. You study where you are at, just in case you go back to that property or, you know, um, state land, wherever you're going. You know where to go next time and what to look at. Yeah. 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 So what was that, Samba? Samba, yep. Yeah, as I've seen, I say that often on social media is yeah. your, you with your Samba yeah that's my pride and joy <laughs> that's your pride and joy yeah now so have you hunted any other deer species yep um, fellow fellow yeah um, my next one I'm aiming for is red hopefully but oh. yeah I've only had Samba and fellow be yeah. a bit more nice to me I might be able to help you with the red yeah <laughs> <laughs> it'll be really good yeah no we've not put plenty of those where I'm from <laughs> so Mm. So have you got got a fellow, or you just been like it's a, an ongoing pursuit to? No, I got one. Oh, you got one? Yeah, I got one. It's on my page. Um, oh, I, have to, I have to look at it. Yeah, no, I got one. Uh, it was mm, can't remember exactly. Just a few months ago, not long ago. All oh, right. Yeah, it was really good. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what's your dream big game animal to go after? My dream big. Um, have to be overseas. Uh, elk. Elk. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'd be pretty epic. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like you'll feed so much people out of it, and then what you get out of it as well to keep as a memory is a plus. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah. And they're just insanely majestic and they're whatnot. Beautiful. They're amazing creatures. Yeah. Yeah. We're lucky to have that sort of animal around for us to benefit from. Yeah. Yeah. It's they're going insane in the States over there at the moment for them. Yeah. Since it's elk season. Yeah, I'm always watching videos. I'm always keeping up to date with not only in Australia, even overseas. So it's fun to know more mm. on others. Yeah. Cameron Haynes has already got two already to show off. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. we've been flattered advertising on Facebook for people to do a Q&A. Mm-hmm. And, oh, buddy, I think I've harassed a few people to get get questions yeah. out of them. And I've got a list of questions here from a mixture of people. Yeah. And we'll, we'll both try to answer them. Yeah. I think they're mainly aimed at you. But anyway. Yeah, that's fine. We can yeah. both. <laughs> right, I'll, you, you pick any question you like and we'll see if we can get through them. Yeah, okay. Uh, what's it like being a female hunter? Um, I think it's a privilege. You know, um, I don't... Think of it as a male or female in any sort or type of way. Um, I think a human being is privileged to have that opportunity 
and the knowledge to go out there and hunt for what you want to bring back home. Um, but particularly because of the question, a female hunter, um, at the beginning I was a bit worried, you know, coming out saying, oh, I hunt. You know, I thought, oh, goodness, I'm going to get judged or, you know... Um, you think that's more because of the hunting side of it or because uh, of you being uh, a woman? Uh, being a woman, my face, and then, ah. you know, yeah. hunting. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was worried about getting judged, you know, yeah, right, yeah. from everybody, from every type of person, any face it can be, you know. Um, I've had a lot of questions regarding that situation or that, you know, because I'm a scarfed woman, you know. Yep. I don't mind answering questions. I actually like it. Um, it's a way of, it's, I find it like hunting, you know. Sometimes when you're learning to hunt, you don't know something, you ask someone a question in order to get, gain knowledge, you know. So when they ask me, like, oh, is that the way you kill the animal or what are you supposed to do? Is there a ritual? be like no there's not nothing like this nothing like that um, you know I try to tell them in the most easiest way where it's something so easy and so simple and it's just a part of life for myself and not everybody has to do it you know I've never pushed anyone to do it or tell them oh this is the right way from the wrong you know everybody's got their own belief and at the end of the day we're all hunters you know we're all yep. equally hunters and we're out there to get something which is meat for the yep. home come back and feed the family and that's it you know so I'm proud of myself as um, being a female hunter yeah. that's a solid answer I really thank like you. that thank you thank <laughs> you go on next one yep your, your oh. turn what do I pick what's your favourite hunting spot oh okay mm. my favourite hunting spot I've got two should I give them out? <laughs> oh, I'd give regions but not specific areas. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, my goodness. I can say one property that I really love. Really, really, really love. And um, I go, because I work for Hunting Properties Online. So All it's right. part of Hunting Properties Online's properties, which is in Berrydale. Um, I really love it. You know, it's really com it's got a comfortable accommodation, um, sort of like a semi house, semi camping style. You know, like a cabinish. But I, can't, I, I wouldn't call it a cabin. But yeah, you can have the campfire. You can. This is the the, the best part of it is the campfire, um, and the terrain there is amazing. It's just gorgeous. Even if you're not hunting, you just go there and see it. You know, and you look at everything around there. It's just gorgeous. I love it. Yeah, that's my favorite. Awesome. <laughs> I think for me it would be a, a mate's fallow deer block. Yeah. It's where I got my fallow deer this year. It's my first fallow buck. Yeah. And I got him with a bow. Yeah. And yeah. it was just like the opportunity I just that many fallow deer because he's the only guy that hunts the property and he's a bow hunter himself. Yeah. So like the deer are that quiet, like they're that used to not being disturbed that they're just naturally doing their own thing and yeah. you can just watch there and they you could be watching one deer and you can have another deer sneak up behind you and chicken you out curiously. Yeah. I just watch the deer do their thing like that's I really enjoy that yeah it's good good Easter weekend yeah it is <laughs> oh my turn yep your turn okay um oh what's a good beginner caliber um for all around beginner mm -hmm. I'd nearly have it'd either be a triple two or two two three caliber yeah because 
it's small enough that you can take a rabbit or a fox or something. Yeah. And then it's also big enough if you come across a bigger game like a pig or a, or a goat. Yeah. With a goat, it's good. Yeah. Pigs, so, uh, you've got to get closer to actually puncture <laughs> the skin. But yeah, no, you've got a good point with that, that calibre. But I think um, a 22 yep. is awesome like uh, for practice. You know, even um, it's really good for foxes and rabbits and it's lightweight. Yep. Uh, it's good for male and female. Uh, but as you said, the two, two, three, or which one was it? Triple well? two. Triple two. It's good. I reckon it's fantastic, especially for the male. Yep. It's, it's much... Um, you know, I'm not saying women are weaker, no, not, not by any means, no, never, I would never say that. But I'm just saying that um, for an easier rifle to hold, and that's lighter, with less kick, because yep. you don't want to frighten the person yep. from the beginning, so you go step by step. So 22, I, I reckon, I recommend. Yep. Yep. Your turn. No, my turn. <laughs> um. What's the best way to introduce kids to hunting without scaring them? Okay. Um, what I did with my own, I started taking them bushwalking, you know, showing them animals, um, staying overnight fishing trips, you know, step by step. Things that are little, you can't just take, take them straight away showing them blood and, you know, a dead animal, which is something so heartbreaking for a kid, you know. They don't understand. They don't know what's going on. So for them to see this straight away and not understand, you might push them away from that and um, become something of a person that's against a hunter. Yeah. Not for a hunter. So I recommend you know, going bushwalking, camping trips, fishing. Then start gradually um, taking them, you know, showing them like target shooting until they're the right age for it to do so, whether it's um, bow hunting or you know, uh, firearm. Also, uh, watching videos, try to research videos of children hunting, not straight away onto adults, because yes. this is how I showed my children. I showed them videos of kids, especially in America, going on um, like a camping style boot camp where kids have to uh, go for a particular animal and they get badged um, for getting that type of animal for, you know, actually aiming at it and getting it and showing them that um, they're more than capable of doing what an adult can do and um, yeah it just shows them something that uh, they can relate to you know watching other kids doing it uh, and their kids they can relate to that but for them to watch or see it in person by an adult doing it you know it's terrifying yeah yeah after they watch and everything like that then you start taking them out I've taken my kids and they were fine with it because I gave it to them the most softest way and, you know, gradually and never let them feel that it's scary or, you know, they're going to get hurt. I told them, look, before we ever, every trip that we go on, I teach them safety every time because they're kids, they're not going to remember. Yeah. So every time we go out, even on the way there, on our trips, tell them, look, you've got to do this and this and this and this and if I'm with the firearm, you got to stand behind me. Do not go play tips or do anything like that during that time. You know, and yep. safety comes first. Always teach them. So yeah, this is I recommend. Like recommend. 
that yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can come up with a better answer than that. Thank you. <laughs> I believe it's your turn. Okay. Um, what's the largest calibre you've fired? Um, 416 Ruger. Oh, nice. Oh, beautiful. Mine was a 308. <laughs> I haven't gone higher yet. I'm looking forward to shooting something larger, but yeah, I haven't yet. I love a 308. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I own three rifles. I own a 17 WSM, yep. a 30 A6, yep. and a 338. Oh, nice. I, I bought the 338 specifically for Sam because Beautiful. they just proved how bloody tough tough they are. On my first hunt with, with them, this guy's like, oh, I don't think the 38 has got enough yeah. grunt behind yeah, it. Nah, nah. Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good caliber. Yeah. You know, depends on the size. That's that's the that's the the thing that happens sometimes. You know, it depends on the size of the animal and the rifle that you're carrying. You know? yeah. yeah. I suppose it's Martin, isn't it? Yeah. What's Australia's hardest game species to hunt? Depends mm. how you look at it. Yeah. Every animal has its own way. You know, um, some people find rabbits are hard when you think about it. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't remember the little animals. You always re- yeah. think of the larger animals and thinking of oh they must be harder. But no, you look at speed. Mm. Look for speed. You know, something that's really tiny that you can't see sometimes. I reckon that's the hardest. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a mixture of he- what 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 hard are you looking at? Are you looking at hard to find or is it No, not hard to find because uh, sometimes they're quick at responding to movements and um, they sense whatever's around them and if you're aiming at it and if you're late they can go like that they're so fast so I reckon smaller species are the hardest if since you're taking that approach it's made me think it nearly I'd I'd go for hog deer Ah. just because of for a number of reasons like hard to get access to because of ballots and private land and whatnot, and I just hear many stories of guys spending days out on the stands, like, yeah. during during the ballot hunts, mm. and just not see deer for days, and on the day they do see it, they've mucked up the mm. shot and just, you know, all the, yeah. it, it's a more of a mental hardness yeah. as well. Yeah, it is, and it depends on how quick you are, Yeah, you know, or if you're shaking or not shaking, or yeah. you're just, you're breathing harder than what you usually breathe, and... Yeah. It just depends. It depends on the situation and the current yeah. um, area you're in as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you don't see anything at all, and then once something com- comes up, your own body defeats the way you're going to shoot. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. So it depends. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, look at it. Yeah. I believe it's your turn now, is it? Uh, yep. Let's see. What's the longest shot you've made? Both game and target. On target? Mm-hmm. I, on a target I did 900 yard shot with 308 peep sights at the Lifco firearms range. Because mm-hmm. I was with professional guys there and they were letting me have a go at it. Yeah. Longest game on a game and all would be about roughly 500 metres on a red spiker. 
you know, I haven't fired that far yet. <laughs> I hope to one day. Um, well, when I shot both my deers, uh, they were roughly around 200 metres away. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So not too far and not too close. Um, and at the range, I go to um, uh, Silverdale. Alpha. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so that one's 200 as well. I haven't gone further than that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm comfortable at that, <laughs> which is good. I suppose my go, is yeah. it? Yeah. Is there any game that you really want to try? Um, actually, I've tried a lot of things. I've tried the deer, the goats, um, uh, ducks, quails, rabbits. What else? <laughs> I'm just trying to think what else am I missing. Um, I shoot wild pigs, but I don't eat it. Because of your, my faith. Your, your faith, yeah. Yeah, but okay. the group that I go with, they do eat it. So they end up taking, oh, yeah. harvesting the meat for themselves. But um, what else? What else? Yeah, nothing. I've, I've practically tried things that I like. <laughs> I don't know what else I can choose other than that. Well, I watch a show called Meat Eater. Uh, yeah. And they always rant and rave about black bears eating blueberries. Oh, okay. I never thought of that. And that's, yeah. and you know, all my, my brothers have watched that show, like everyone who's watched that show, like they've always been intrigued by that, and that's something yeah. that's on my list I really want to try, yeah. is a blueberry black bear. Okay, interesting. Wow, I never <laughs> thought about going outside and trying things there, like yeah. that. <laughs> it's good. So, your turn now. No, it's your turn. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, okay. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, do you prefer grinded meat or steak? Um, well, I can cook grinded meat. Yeah. But if someone else is preparing the steak, I'll take the steak because they can cook it better than I can. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, ha- I um, shot a fallow and I took yeah. the back straps off it. Yeah. And then we went on my first amber hunt down at Corion mm-hmm. on public land. And I and I, I gave the steaks to my mate and he prepared it for me. And I thought that was, like, the best yeah. feed because like, it was a cold, rainy day and like that just... Around the fire, just eating that was like oh, wow. really great. Yeah, fresh. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, um, I like uh, cooking both actually. You no know, steak and grinded meat. With grinded meat, it gives me um, a lot of um, you know ways to cook the actual dish. You know, different flavors you can mix into it, things like that. Um, steak, like with the um, backstrap. You know, I love slow cooking. Slow cooking that yep. is my favourite. Yeah. Very good. It comes juicy and nice to eat. <laughs> oh, it sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> with the grinded meat, especially with um, deer, I mix it uh, with um, either cow fat or lamb fat. Yep. Yeah, to give it more more moist, you know, into the actual meat. Yeah. Because it's um, usually a more drier type of meat where you've got to keep it uh, a bit, you know, rare. Yeah. But I like it, um, you know, not rare. Yeah. <laughs> the complete opposite. So that's yeah. why I end up mixing fats into the grinded meat. Yeah, right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I'll go for the long question. Yeah. Do you think aunties attack female hunters more than men? If so, why do you think that is? Okay. Um, I think they attack all hunters in general, you know? But with a female, I think because she's too softer at heart, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, like with myself, I've been, you know, spoken to, like, being against what I do, you know? Yeah. And I never retaliate the way they behave towards myself. I come at them in a very gentle, peaceful manner and we end up chit-chatting for a while, yep. you, know? you know, trying to understand each other's understanding of what we love, you know, and it becomes a conversation and an understanding, but with, as you said with the question for women, um, how can I say it, as I said earlier, we're softer, yep. you know, uh, not all. But majority of women, if they get hurt, they'll start crying. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a normal thing. You know, yeah. you can't deny. You know, women are soft. Women are kind-hearted, and if anything that's going to hurt their feelings, will make you know uh, the greens and the you know green supporters more uh, feeling like oh they've achieved something when they attack a woman. Yeah. You know, they gain, they think they gain more of a strength, you know, of the way they're presenting themselves. Yeah. You know, I don't know, it's it's a bit weird. I respect everybody, you know, no matter what. Yeah. At the end of the day, I respect everybody, what they believe in. I don't judge them, you know. Uh, I think maybe sometimes that's the way they were brought up or they yeah. grew up thinking this is the right way. Maybe they haven't had that much affection from anything else, and this has become something they love. You know, it becomes a belief system, uh, a safety net for them. You know, protecting animals. Uh, this is, uh, oh no, if I save this animal from dying, you know, I'm gonna gain, you know, something that that's gonna make me feel better about myself. So, I can't judge them. No. It's, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. You know, everybody's got their own way of life, and I love hunting. Nothing yeah. can stop me. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. yeah, had a good answer. I just hope the buddy voice didn't fuck that up too much oh. on the recording. Um, I haven't really been attacked myself. Yeah. I, I, it's just something that's never happened. Yeah. But my sister-in-law, yeah. she put a photo of a deer that on my cousin's top, she just posed with it. Yeah. And she put that up on social media. And it sort of... Everybody, it, oh, oh, hell went loose on her. Yeah, I can imagine. But I think the difference between me and her was is I've grown up in a rural community where hunting is very much accepted. Like yeah. everyone at school knew someone who hunted or yeah. done hunting. Where she grew up more in the bigger country town, yeah. like where people sort of have that bit more of a city lifestyle. Yeah. So that's who she became, became friends with and they don't have an understanding. Yeah. She met my brother, they started coming out to the farm. She's learned, I've, you know, taught her like, the, the, the rights and wrongs of hunting yeah. as best I could so like she's got a better understanding now that she she's ever had mm-hmm. and then like you know she's sort of felt it was okay to put this photo up and obviously she's who the true friends were sort of showed yeah. and that and just people just not understanding of why like you know deer are an introduced species yeah. but they are beautiful no doubt about they that they are amazing glamorous glorious creatures but yeah. as you said 
Yeah. They have been introduced and um, yeah. there's too many. Yeah, and I'm a farmer. That's how I make yeah. my living. Yeah. And, you know, a point, there's going to be a point where, you know, the pa- me income's got to sort of overtake yeah. my passion. Yeah. But I'll try to save the passion as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> I think, leave it to your turn then. Yeah. What's your favourite mount? My favourite mount. Um, there's a there's a lot of mounts. I recently. Oh, there's a lot of mounts actually. Then I think about it. If I was like to pick an all-round mount, there's a rhino and hippo mount. Where it's a black rhino that was hunted by Corey Knowlton. Yeah. And he's a he's an American hunter who won this black rhino in a conversation auction yeah. and the Safari Club International uses that as a promotion for conservation at their big expos yeah. and he's got a mount of that rhino ramming into a hippo oh, wow. and that's pretty epic but if I was like for ones I got at home I've got a red deer that's doing a roar oh, wow. at home that's I amazing. think somewhere at the expo here I saw on social media someone's similar. got a something hey? similar Somebody, yeah, someone's yeah. got a red deer doing a roar somewhere here at the expo, and I thought, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think John D. Taxidermy did that because they did my mount and that mount because I saw that mount at his shop. Yeah. I thought that raw mount is rock, yeah. shows how epic they can be. Yeah. And I helped a mate got a red stag this year, and that's the mount he's getting as oh, well. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to have one. I don't have one yet, but I've got fur that I've um, tanned myself throughout my hunts. But... I'm looking forward to getting something done soon, hopefully. Ho- hopefully. hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Still a lot of time, a lot of seasons to come. Yeah, plenty of time. Yeah. Oh, I suppose it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favourite way to cook meat? Um, I love slow cooking meat. You know, slow cooking, uh, nothing under 10 hours. <laughs> I, I'm very patient, as long as it turns out amazing and tastes good. Um, yeah, but slow cooking is my favourite. With, um, you know, with D, especially D. Yeah. But other than that, barbecue. Barbecues. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> barbecue is my favourite. How about you? Um, I don't really have a favourite because I'm still experimenting with with things. Mm-hmm. Oh, my brother's a chef. Oh wow. So like, and you know, the, the last chamber I shot, I shot we, I brought it home from Victoria and we butchered the whole thing. Yeah. And you know, he's got a few ideas that he wants to, wants to experiment with and try it with. Yeah. I think he's really keen to do some barbecue ribs. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. That's great. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Um, did we get through all the questions? or? I'm sure. I think there's a few, few kicking around. Oh, okay, there. Do you prefer rifle or bow? Um, depends what I'm hunting. Okay, let if, me know. <laughs> if I'm if I'm hunting goat, yeah, I'll go for the bow. Oh, really? Why? I because goats aren't too bright. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are, Obviously, <laughs> they are. I, they're um and like you know, there's a lot of them. Like you can spook them mm-hmm. and they can run off a little bit. Yeah. Where like with a deer, they'd be gone. Like yeah. there's your chance, but like goats keep giving you second chances yeah. to, to make another stalk. True. And the wonderful thing about goats is is that you can decide the difficulty for yourself yeah so like oh you just want to get a goat well right you can get the, the closest goat to you and it could be yeah. a nanny or something yeah 
but you can make it harder. So, right, I, I want to get a big billy, and the big billy could be in the middle of the mob. Yeah. And that could mean you've got to do more stalking, more more work to get that animal, yeah. which makes it harder. Yeah, true. So you, you can sort of choose the difficulty level for yourself yeah. with a goat. Yeah. Um, with Samba, I choose a rifle because I want I actually want it, get it, and not come home yeah. heartbroken with yeah. with mental stress. <laughs> you've got a point. <laughs> yeah. Now, I love rifles. Um, I've never hunted with a bow before, but I'm going to get into it very soon, and I really want to put myself in a um, sort of like a determination to get it right. I want to practice, practice, practice and then take it on board on my hunting trips but I really, really am looking forward to learning how to use a bow. I've forced myself to learn the bow. Yeah, I shot the first time, or was at the expo at Brisbane. <laughs> I was like, um, I was near like the, the middle of the target but I can, all I can say for myself, it was way off. Yeah. <laughs> I want to practice and get better at yeah. doing I forced work. myself to do it because in January this year I went to Illinois yeah. to do a whitetail hunt Beautiful. during the archery season yeah. and so I had to buddy pick it up and learn it quick yeah. did you I, get anything? nothing came in the range yeah. the closest one was a doe yeah. it was a whitetail doe at 55 metres yeah. the closest buck which was the right size for me to shoot yeah. in my opinion it was because like, I wasn't picking on big trophies, I just wanted a respectable white tail yeah. head. And I, the closest he came to was 85 metres. Wow. And when I'm confident at 40 metres, it just makes that a little bit yeah, more stressful. Yeah, I know, you just go, ah, am I going to get it? <laughs> and not to mention, yeah. you know, you're sitting in, buddy, minus 13 degrees. Wow. Yeah. Like, in a blind, not moving, you're not moving, so like you... So there's no blood moving around, you're not, you're circulating not in your body to heat you up. Yeah, no, like, yeah. and I had like five or six layers of clothing on the keep warm. Yeah, wow. They did give me a heater for the last day, but it buddy yeah. stopped working halfway through the day. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's the hardest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, but great fun. Yeah. Like, it was, and just to meet, meet those people and of like to meet the guide and yeah. his family and it was just it's a great experience. It's good to learn more and see more and, yeah, the experience out of it all yep. is the most important part of it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've done them all. Oh, we don't. We just muddy all mixed up about all yeah. over the place. It's been. Ladies and gentlemen, just let you know, you the stage the question: Have you? Have yeah. <laughs> Good voiceover. Yep. Okay. Yep. Have anyone ever been assholes to you for hunting? Well, uh, no, not really. It just verbally, in a way, where it wasn't that harsh. But it's more of them trying to understand. It's, I've never had anyone that was that really rude. Um, as in, what I mean, that they actually know about hunting and then coming at me in a yep. rude way, being a typical a-hole <laughs> yeah but um you yeah, know the majority have that have come at me like with words and things like that are people who don't know much about hunting yeah so yeah no not really how about you no like again like i'm i don't think i don't have a really big following on social media so yeah. like i'm not as well known yeah so people don't have to give me a bothering yeah 
but once you do, that's when you start getting. <laughs> and I, when I start getting a few hay, yeah. then I must be doing something right. Yeah. That's yeah. the way I look at it. Yeah. Hate, and hate, I never used to in hate. the beginning, but now I do. I, like I get, it's more questions. Yeah. Than, than them coming at me, but yeah, I don't mind. Mm. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind. Sure. I give huge paragraphs of answers. Yeah. <laughs> I think that turns them away sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'll find another one. That was almost pretty straightforward. Should crocodile hunting be legal? Um, well, I've never hunted crocodiles myself. I've never been on a trip to hunt crocodiles. But what I think of it, an animal is an animal. If you're going to hunt it to eat especially crocodiles because it's not that big of a thing in Australia I think I'm not sure because when I research it doesn't come up as much yeah no, it's, it's, not, it's more inland more I'm not sure actually I think like, from what I hear they're yeah. like it's I think they're trying to they want people to legalise because it's a population problem is it? it's my understanding know. yeah is it like you know, like Bob Catter and like those type of yeah. politicians up there? Like they want to legalise crocodile hunting because it's a so population a lot issue. Over there, like yeah, up North wow. Queensland and Northern Territory. It's I didn't know that. But like it's not legal. I'm not too sure if it's. I think it's already legal. Yeah. Because the guy who I get to do my taxidermy, mm-hmm. buddy John Graham, yeah. John D. Taxidermy. If you look at his profile picture for his Facebook page, yeah. it will be a crocodile. Okay. And I asked him about it, so how did um, the bloke that he did the mount for get permission to do it? He said, oh, he had a $20,000 permit yeah. to, hunt, wow. to legally hunt this so crocodile. So you got to go through all that to actually hunt a crocodile? Yeah. Wow. I thought, well... well right. But if there's, as you said, there's too many of them, it shouldn't be that hard like, yeah. with the government like to actually yeah, be okay for it. If they can get the thumbs up for it, like you yeah. can legally hunt them and yeah. and keep them at a specific number. Yeah, you know? get the populations that it's about yeah. right. Yeah. And obviously, people eat crocodile meat. Yeah. So if you can get those back to the communities, like the indigenous communities, yeah. or like I've heard it tastes like chicken. Never had it myself, but neither have I. But I've heard just hearing about it that it tastes like chicken more than fish. Yeah. It was interesting. I'm like, wow, <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's like they've been protected for that long that, you know, you, you catch a crocodile in Darwin and you're re- relocated to another place and then the next week that crocodile's back. Yeah. So, like, and, you know, and, you know, you get dopey tourists getting around by swimming in the billabongs and That's they... That's it, and they cop it. And they yeah. get grabbed. Yeah. Very bad. <laughs> yeah. Think you can find another one oh. among that? Looking at all of them. Oh, I think that's the only question that's left because we've done all of them. Can international hunters do a DIY hunt on public land? Short answer is yes. Yeah. If you, I'm not too sure about New South Wales. I think you can get a international it's, overseas people can get an R license yeah. for state forest. Yeah. Um, but I think you'd be they'd be wasting their time in New South Wales personally. Um, I think you'd be better off, like, if you want to put in the hard work and big effort, you're yeah. nearly better off getting a game license from Victoria yeah. and doing a DIY hunt for Samba there because there's like a lot of public land and 
lot of beautiful country to look at. Yeah, where that's true. the pines aren't really that nice to look at. Yeah. it's all the same. That's right. <laughs> like, um, like with us, with hunting properties online, we do guided hunts. Yep. And we get a lot of international hunters as well. All right. You know, in groups, you know, from overseas that want to try out Australia's hunting ways. So my boss goes out. He's a licensed guided hunt. Yep. Um, yeah, and yeah, uh, we make sure that everything's comfortable for them legally and the right way. All paperwork's done, um, and they've never came out from a hunt empty-handed, which yeah. is awesome. Uh, but yeah, I find that it's okay. Why not? Yeah, nothing wrong with that. You know, if we're going overseas, we'd love to have the opportunity as well to hunt in a different country other than Australia as well. Yep. So why not give other people an opportunity as well, you know? That's my opinion. Yeah, I sort of dream jobs to be a hunting guide. Yeah. Like yeah, to get away from the farm and, it's take, good. and meet other people. And it's good. You know, with guided hunting, you become an instructor, a teacher, and making sure that they get what they're, they're after. Yep. It's a hard job, but it's also interesting because you learn from your customers as well. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, you still learn more, even though you know a lot. But you get other, you know, tips and tricks of the trade, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> what were they? The international hunters mainly, mostly come from? Um, like... A lot from Asians, Asian backgrounds. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of them. Okay. It's interesting, yeah. 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 But it's not really talked about in America, in yeah. the States much. Yeah, there's a lot of Asians that come from overseas to hunt. Right. Yeah. And they're willing to put their heart and soul into it. Oh, you see what they hunt over there. To have that experience, yeah. Well, yeah. big sheep over there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the videos. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Um, I think we've gone through that list. Yeah, beautiful. That was fun. Yeah. Um, on a random note. Yeah. Triple J recently talked about a podcast series that they've recently released yeah. called How Do You Sleep at Night? Yeah. And they, the first episode they released was with two female hunters. Beck and Shana. Beck and Shana, that's yep. it. Yep. <laughs> um, I haven't listened to it myself. I've been meaning to. I'll, yep. I will get, get around to listening to it. Um, ABC, the way they word things seems to look negative. Yeah. It's like, how do you see, like, oh, the, like the way they framed it, like the, the way they framed the video or the article or not, is to meet the women who go out on the weekend to kill for a frill. Yeah. Is that the it's w- because of how they uh, specified what type of animals they hunted. And they included uh, the things that other people that are anti-hunters like say, oh, see, they're pointing fingers towards us hunters. Yeah. Especially, as you said, using particular words and, you know, and they actually pinpointed, you know, the giraffe and yeah, you know, giraffe, zebra, made, kangaroo. Yeah, they made it really like, oh, look at that. They killed these animals, you know? And then again, oh, but they did it ethically. But yeah. that was like more of a background? background yeah. Like a shadow type of ethically, you know, to be mentioned. But it was more about the animals and, you know. It was more about. With the headline. I'm not talking about the actual interview. Yeah. Yeah. But the headline of the interview was um, focused on the animals. Not yep. on the hunters, you know. Yeah. Animals were mentioned a lot. 
yeah. in the headline. You know, I I saw a lot of posts online and how other people put, you know, uh, the title of the you know, that specific interview, and it was all about the animals. Yep. Yeah. But on a. But good on the girls. Good on the girls, yeah. Good on them. You know, they're speaking out, and I commend them for that. Well done. Yep. Yeah. At least I saw. Like I read a lot of positive more than negative yeah. on the main page. Yeah, and we all support them. And yep. I, everywhere I saw, you know, the article, I commented. Yep. You know, on a positive note, and made sure that, um, you know, I was showing support. Yep. You know, that's all they need. That's. You know, and um, if Beck and Shana are listening at the moment, I'll tell them, well done. Hold your heads up high. Don't feel ashamed. And. Um, don't ever make or feel that you need to hide from being on, you know, on spotlight and on the media and yeah. things like that. Just be proud of who you are and don't let the negative put you down. No, I think yeah. like hunters support hunters no matter what. No matter what. No matter what. No matter the method. Yeah. Like if you're if you're a pig dogger. Yeah. Go no on, yeah. Yeah. Archery, yeah. rifle. Yeah. Houndsman. Like, yeah. We're not hurting anyone. No. You know? We're... So why hurt each other? Yes. Yes. And like, especially with, uh, you know, with the, the political voting that's been happening, I won't mention specific things, that's yep. what it is, but um, I've noticed, you know, there was a lot of clash between hunters because of that specific yeah. thing. <laughs> I won't mention what it is yep. because I respect everybody, no matter who they are. Yeah. Um, you know what? Everybody's got their own opinion. You don't need a clash over that. Something that everybody has their own belief in and yep. way of life, you know. If you don't like it, do it quietly, you know. Yep. Vote the way you want. Um, I'm not just talking on that particular subject, but everything in life. Everything in life. If you don't like it, um, I recommend either inbox privately the person you know, and don't be harsh towards them in any way or a bully, as they say. Yep. You know, uh, and don't put them down in front of everybody. No. You know, never, ever put anyone down in front of anybody, you know. Because you look like a tool yourself. Yeah, whether on social media or in general, in yeah. life, you know. You should up everybody, you know, make um, everybody feel like they're capable and they're doing a good job. Yep. You've got your own belief, I've got my own belief, but... We're, at the end of the day, we're hunters. Yeah. We're here for the same thing. We're law-abiding firearm owners. You know? Yeah. That's all that matters. We're fighting for one thing, and that is our rights to keep our, our firearms and our rights to, sh to voice our opinions in a respectable way, in a respectable manner, to show that we are not rude in any way. We actually understand and listen to other people. And then we give out our opinion. So, yeah. In yeah. order to receive respect, give respect. That's all I say. That's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got a way, wonderful way of speaking. Thank you. Thank you. On point, always respectable. Thank I like you. it. I used to teach children. That's why I so, oh. Yeah, a long time ago. Oh, that, that makes it easier. stuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, anyway, do you want to plug your social media? Like where, uh, pe where can people uh, find you? You can follow me on Life of a Huntress um, on Facebook and on Instagram it's uh, cads.huntress 
you can find me there and yeah I look forward to interacting with everybody whoever wants to ask me questions later on I'm fine with it you're more than welcome to yep yeah awesome um well everyone you can follow me at worldwide hunters and outdoorsmen yep or on Instagram at Cody Gearin and you know if you like like the iTunes page subscribe review like do all that nonsense if you could that'd be great (laughs) anyway um, what would your concluding thoughts like to be um I just say happy hunting you know be happy love your neighbour treat everybody equally and keep on keep on hunting (laughs) that's it can't say that better myself um yeah hunt hard hunt safe yeah that's true all right catch us next time thank you so much thank you